0: what's happening guys. Um, it's past one, 1am. 1 it's like, um, it's one five to be exact. A little bit beat, a little bit beat, but, um, <clears throat> figured I'd get on here and see if anybody's available. <coughs> Hopefully I just had half of a bag of, uh, barbecue sunflower seeds. One of my favorite things in the world. Um, haven't had them in a long time. I was on a hunt for some, I found some, um, yes, yeah, so I've been tearing those up. <clears throat> I found, um, I don't know if you guys ever had, oh, we got Torn in the room. What's up, Torn? We got Natiro. Yo, what's up, guys? <clears throat> I don't know if you guys ever had something called Moxie. It's kind of like a soda. Um, it's hard to explain. It's like, um, it tastes like bubblegum and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it comes like in, a, uh, the labels like orange. It's more of like a New England thing. I don't know if they have it in, uh, down South, but um, I had Moxie the first time, like long, long time ago. And I went to, uh, I went to Cracker Barrel <laughs> for like late night breakfast. Um, well, we could call it Brenner. <clears throat> and I saw they had Moxie. So I was like, oh man, I got to pick up some Moxie. It's pretty banging, very sugary though. <clears throat> but all right, let's get to the comments. Let's get into some MMA. Torrance says, what's up gang? Natale says, yo, let's freaking go. Let's go, let's go. Oh, Torrance says it's not in the South. Ah, okay. Yeah, Torrance. I think it's just more like uh, Upper East Coast in New England. I want to say it was created in Maine, <clears throat> but it's like really popular in Massachusetts. Moxie. But um, if you guys ever find it a try it, let me know. <laughs> All right, so Torrance says, um, I was looking at some of the older uh, SmackDown shows yesterday. Old school. WWE is so much better than today's. Oh, yeah, bro, for sure dude, I don't even watch any of the uh, new wrestling touring at all, man. I can't tell you. I mean, the latest guys I got to see that I kind of liked was Cesaro, but he's not even like that new like that. So I haven't really watched wrestling since, I mean, I was into it like back in the day, like attitude era and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that was I used to like uh WCW, like the Thunder Day days, like on Thursdays, Monday, Monday Nitro. <clears throat> I just saw that uh Buff Bagwell. He's been doing pretty bad. He got like on drugs and stuff like that. And 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 uh I wanna say like he was an alcoholic too. And he's been doing pretty bad. But he hooked up with DDP. DDP was helping him out, get getting, getting him cleaned up and stuff, but he had a relapse. So Diamond Dallas Page had to, had to actually send him to like a rehab, like a rehab rehab. And um, I wish him well. I used to like Buff Bagwell back in the day. Him and Scott Steiner. All right. So, um, Natio says, man, Gon looked like a beast, Pfft, bro. Um, Natio says, Whitaker looked amazing, completely shut Marvin down. <clears throat> yeah, man. If I could just rant like real quick and we could all uh, chat about the fights and stuff like that, <coughs> have back and forth. But... To quickly touch on Gon. I already did that um the the recap video on both but damn Gon yeah Gon looked amazing um he looked he looked better than ever. I mean that was like a complete striking clinic on Taito of Asa. And it was only competitive early on to be honest and this is just my opinion. <clears throat> it was only competitive early on because I felt like Gon was getting a little bit too overconfident and frisky. And he was kind of playing that, that striking game, like, like in Ty's range because he, gone has like a seven, like a six inch reach advantage. And there was really, there was no need to kind of do that. But I think because Cyril Gon was in Paris, like he wanted to show out and get like a stoppage win against Ty <clears throat> and he almost paid for it. He got clipped pretty good. But when I saw like the replay, um, you guys, I'm sure you could find it on <clears throat> on YouTube and stuff like that. <clears throat> Damn, this the pollen's crazy. There's crazy um allergens in the air. That's why I'm like coughing and stuff. So I apologize, guys. But I got like this tracker. I actually, see what's going on in my area. It's it's like pretty bad today. I'm trying to contain myself. But what the hell was I saying? Oh yeah, when Gon got caught with that punch, you could probably find this slow motion clip um online. But it hit him, but it wasn't like, like if I remember, like it hit partially off his hand because he tried to block it, and he was like coherent. I'm I, I'm pretty sure it hit off his hand a little bit, but but he definitely was like super coherent when he got sat down on his butt. He wasn't like stunned like that. Um, you could see it in the slow motion. He like got up like right away, but he definitely got caught. And <clears throat> there was a moment in the fight, and I forgot to mention this in the recap where. I feel like, I feel like Ty Tuobasa was playing possum. Like Gon hit him with something and Ty did like the, the stanky leg, like the fish stance. He kind of like wobbled. And then like immediately when, when, when Gon was coming in, Ty threw like a haymaker and I'm like, Oh, he tried to catch him, but like Gon was like, Gon was, um, he was hip to it. But <clears throat> once, once Ty was showing that. The the body shots, cause Gon, I'm pretty sure gone is a southpaw, so that rear leg kick, that power leg kick to the body was there, and he was landing it on Tai Vasa, And once he saw that the front kicks and the 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 rear leg liver kicks were were killing him, that's it. He saw like a like an avenue to attack. He started like lighting them up with them kicks, and he didn't let him off the he didn't he didn't let him off the hook. <clears throat> And um, I feel like Gon was trying to make a statement just to like, because, you know, people say like Gon has no power and I never really thought he didn't have power. And I'm going to shut up and get back to the comments. But, you know, Gon's a freaking huge dude. He's 247. He's a he's a striker. He knows how to strike. I just don't think he throws hard on purpose because that's just not his game. Um, he kind of like picked you apart, but that dude, he could crack, man. He hit tight to Vasa with, um, like Paul Felder didn't know what the, what the punch was. I'm pretty sure it's called a shuffle punch. It's like, it's like an in-between hook and an in-between uppercut. It comes like out at like a weird angle. And it's like, a, it's like a cross between both. And he hit him with a shuffle punch <clears throat> completely. It just rocked him. I think it was a right hand. That shit was bananas, man. I felt bad. He did hit him in back of the head. It was like a hammerfish in, in back of the head where he was standing. I just said hammerfish. <laughs> That's the new one. Hashtag hammerfish. Um, hit him with a hammer fist in the back of the head, but but Ty was done. Ty was done anyway. <clears throat> and then as far as Whittaker, real quick, that was a, that was just a whooping. Like Victoria was like competitive early when he had the speed and the cardio was there, but. R- Vittori's too clunky, he's too slow, like, Robert was just dancing in circles around him, he was, um, that, that, um, right leg, um, because I think Rob's Orthodox, so, like, that rear right leg, uh, high kick was there all night, and he was just, he was, I never seen Vittori get beat up like that, I mean, have you guys seen Vittori get, get, you know, walked down, like, and, and, and pieced up like that, <clears throat> because, like, I don't remember Adesanya doing that to him, you know, Adesanya outpointed him, but, torrent says uh i missed the ruthless aggression era in wwe yeah that was a pretty dope era Torrance says i don't watch it either slam yeah man i i fell off with the wrestling it just seemed like it got watered down bro you know i know it's like entertainment but it was like a little bit edgier before natio says crazy how good god movement is for a heavyweight he is fast also he is dude <clears throat> bro his jab is amazing he kind of got a jab, and before the the boxing purists get on me, I'm not saying that he could box as well as Muhammad Ali, <laughs> but his jab is reminiscent of like Ali's. He throws it kind of from the hip sometimes. It's like really loose. He goes really sideways. He just kind of flicks it at you, and he like peppers your face. It's it's beautiful to watch. I mean, he's such a tactician on the feet. Um, <clears throat> for a, such a big heavyweight, he's he's so he's so athletic. And it's like him and Francis Ngannou, uh, Back in the day, Prime Krokop was a was a freak athlete as well for a heavyweight. Krokop was amazing back in the day. He was very lean. <clears throat> but I think the two most athletic heavyweights are um that we ever really seen in the UFC are gonna be um Sir and Francis. And it's like two different types of like styles, too, you know. Francis is like a freak, he's very strong, he's explosive. And and Gon is just, like, fluid. He's so light on his feet for a big dude. Which I think... I think um, Francis could, could move like that as well. He just... That's not really, like, his style. He's kind of light on his feet, <clears throat> to be honest with you. But <coughs> lately, in recent years, he's kind of, like... He plots forward more. But back in the day, like, if you look at the... The older Francis fights, he kind of, like, bounced a lot. He was very, very, like, light on his feet. All right, um... <clears throat> Natal says, I think Ferguson is in trouble. <clears throat> Torrin says, damn good breakdown between Ferguson and, and Lee Jingliang. Hey, thanks, Torrance, man. Um, I try to put effort, bro. I was like studying Lee Jingliang's, um, you know, um, his patterns and stuff like that, his go-tos. And Tony's, I kind of know by heart. I, I just know what Tony does, like, you know, without even have to <laughs> really study him too much. I've been watching him for so long. I think Tony there's a path to victory, like I don't Tony could win the fight, you know it's just I don't know i personally, I really wanted dan hooker i thought I thought Dan Hooker versus Ferguson was such a great fight. I thought it was good for both of them because <clears throat> you know they're both they both have some losses going on um they've both been stopped you know via like strikes, and I just think stylistically and like their build. You know, I think I think it would have been a great fight. It would have been a banger, you know, Uh, uh, and like a little bit lower step in competition because they're both like on. I don't want to say downslide and sound disrespectful, but they both have been like on a slump. So it's like you're not fighting a guy on the up and up and you're not fighting a guy that's like on top of his game completely. It's kind of an even fight. And then you get to see where they go forward from there. Tail, oh, we got Kamen in the room. What's up, Cayman? Natil says, I could see Tony striking. I just think he's going to get caught in the exchange. <clears throat> I hope not, bro. The thing is, is like, Tony has a pretty granite chin. But the, the thing is, like, he got knocked out cold by Chandler. So, like, you, you never really know how somebody's going to come back from that. I'm just, I'm being on the positive side and giving Tony the, the benefit of the doubt. Like, that's the first time he's ever been, like, KO'd stiff. And that kick in all fairness, it would have, it would have knocked anybody out, you know? So <clears throat> I'm, I'm thinking Tony's going to come in with that granite chin and be very durable. And if, if you kind of weigh out like the people that they fought, like Tony has fought way better competition. He's definitely more experienced. <clears throat> so we'll see what happens. Walter going to be interesting. It's not a, it's not a new weight class to Tony. Maybe the, the extra size will, will make Tony more durable. Um, Tony could crack at 170. He's got straight up knockouts at 170. Like, if I'm not mistaken, he he's knocked people out like cold, like one shot them at 170. Tony's one of those weird dudes, man. He he's lanky, but he's a strong cat, man. He's a strong cat. He got really big fists for his size. He could hit hard. He could hit freaking hard. Torrance says, um, I believe Ferguson can have another great first round just like he did against Michael Chandler. That's that's what I'm saying, Torin. That's very fair. That's very fair. Like, like Ferg was looking real good in that man. He was looking really good. I remember when the fight was announced, and I'll be the first one to admit, because I, you know, I'm honest. I gotta keep it real always. Um I I, I thought Tony was gonna get waxed in that fight. I I I didn't think that was a good fight for him. I was like, oh man, Michael Chandler could crack. I don't know. And then to my pleasant surprise, because I'm I'm a Tony fan, you know? Tony was, like, doing so good. I'm like, what? I'm just sitting there in shock because I was doubting him. I'm like, wow, Tony looks good, man. Tony looks good. <clears throat> his speed was back. You know, his reflexes were there. He, it was like night and day from his last few fights. And then he, he got caught, man. He got caught. And <clears throat> Natil says, Santiago... Uh, Ponzinibbio there's no joke on the feet and um Lee knocked him out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He did knock out uh Ponzinibbio Paziniabio fault. Mike Perry, Mike Perry could crack too and Mike Mike couldn't put him out. Uh Came and says heavyweight is crazy. It is, dude. It is. I was just chatting with um damn, who just commented to me. Um it was Drew, Drew Webb, uh part of the Slam fam. Um Drew said that he thinks um, Tom Aspinall versus Seel Gunn would be fire. And I'm like, it would be. But the problem is, is like Tom Aspinall, I think, blew out his ACL. So Tom's going to be out for a little bit. At least like I know typically for an ACL, it's, it's at minimum like six months. But with the new improvements and, and and science and medicine, I don't know what they're doing today, but... It's, it's going to be probably like a good six months or more, maybe eight months because you need like a training camp. So his knee got to heal. He got to go through the surgery. <clears throat> he got to go through physical therapy. His knee, has, his knee has to heal to the point where he could train. And in two months after that, he can fight because you need like at least two months of um, training to, to take a match. But as long as he stays busy in between and does what he can, you know, obviously he can't use his knee like that, but he can, you know, you can, you can do something. You could do something to, to stay in some kind of shape and work your upper body. <clears throat> Even if you got to sit down in a damn chair and just um, <coughs> have somebody hit pads in front of you. <coughs> Torrin says, um, Ferguson was moving well defensively. The Chandler could barely touch him. Yeah, man. It's weird, right? Torrin, like. Take a little drink of water. Hold on one, one sec, guys. Sorry. It's weird because some fights with Tony, some fights with Tony, um, <clears throat> he doesn't have good head movement. And then other fights, he's got great head movement. He's like constantly in motion. He's hard to get a read on. He's like very awkward. You know, he's quirky. He's herky jerky. Kind of like, um. <clears throat> do you guys remember Keith Jardine, the mean Keith Jardine? He was like, I think Keith was fighting like, um, back when Rashad was competing, like that era, I don't know, like 2005, 2008, something like that. We got Edno, Cyril, um, I think, so, um, Edno says, I, I think Cyril still has to improve. He's got a little bit to improve. Yeah. I mean, I said this in the, the recap video, Edno, um, if that was Francis, that had those openings like Ty did, and Francis touched them up. He he could have knocked them out, <clears throat> you know. Um. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Everybody has holes in their game, you know. It doesn't matter how good you are. There's always that's why Styles make fights because one guy can have some a skill set or a style that could just kind of kind of beat yours where you have holes. So Nitschel says Keith Jardine had a weird unorthodox. Oh, no, I thought I saw yeah, man. See, you remember, bro. Keith Jardine was like very herky jerky. You couldn't get a read on him. You couldn't get his timing down. And that's how it is. <clears throat> it's funny, like in sparring too, in training, when you're in the gym and <laughs> sometimes it's dangerous to spar with people that have absolutely no striking background at all. And they have no striking etiquette because they they're like they're like that, like herky jerky. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no rhythm to them and they just throw haymakers they go crazy and um it's 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 tough to deal with sometimes and even like at a professional level with these guys when you're fighting against a guy that they don't follow the protocol (laughs) you know they, they don't move like a boxer they don't move like a like a kickboxer you know they they just like no rhyme or reason and it's hard it like it like fries your brain out you're like oh wait a minute like you're supposed to throw a kick like this, and I check it like that, you know, but they're not following the the plan, (laughs) you know, they're just kind of doing whatever they want standing, and it's, it's tough to deal with, that was Keith Jardine, there was like a method to the madness, Natil says, Vandalay destroyed him, yeah, he did, man, Um, Vandy's one of my favorite fighters of all time, and um, I I saw that live, and um, yeah, Vandy, Vandy killed him, he killed him, he grabbed him by his neck and just was like smashing on him. That was a 205 Vandley. Um, I liked him at 205 way better than 185. I felt like 185, he was too drained out. <clears throat> he just didn't look right. But <clears throat> he almost did that to Chris Liebman because the the issue, what what Vandy did wrong against Liebman was he underestimated him and he just tried to get in there and out brawl like <clears throat> a dude is a really good brawler. And that was like, that was a blow for blow fight. Like, whoever would have connected first would have won. And he did stun Chris Lieben real quick, but but Lieben caught him. Lieben caught him, you know? <clears throat> that was one of Lieben's, uh, inspirations. Like, one of his idols, pretty much. <clears throat> that interview that I did with, with uh, Lieben, um, he even talks about it. <laughs> if you guys want to check that out, if you haven't listened to it, um... It's up there now in the interview playlist, but Lieben talked about the Vanderlei fight. He said he was, everybody was kind of counting him out and stuff like that. And that's right. Cause I think I asked him, I was like, what was the biggest win in your career? And he, he said, um, the Vanderlei fight, you know, cause he was an underdog underdog and nobody was like thinking that he had a chance to win. And he outslugged the slugger. <clears throat> nateo says, "Oliven oh, caught him with some nasty uppercuts, and clinch. he did, dude. I think he grabbed him with one hand with his left, and just started jackhammering him like with uppercuts. <về> Vandy ate a couple though, but <clears throat> he got he got clobbered." Camus <commencer> says, "I think John Jones is gonna get clocked bad at heavyweight. He does the lean back a lot, uh, but less movement than Cyril. Just a weird feeling. John gets bombed bad. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying." he does do the lean back and he does it like in, in fixed position. And, um, yeah, yeah, I could definitely, if somebody kind of like throw something with the anticipation, let's say you throw like a punch and the punch is four feet in front of you. If you throw, and like some strikers do this, this is like just experience and technique and stuff like that. If guys are reading you where you're kind of like slipping stuff and, and, and leaning back on shots, Instead of throwing the punch four feet where your head is, they'll throw the punch where your head will be. And that's, like, some experienced striker shit right there. Like, don't throw the punch four feet six inches, four feet seven inches, like, a head. So, so when your head goes back, the punch is going to connect with you, you know? <clears throat> but there's, like, rumors that John's going to fight Francis, and it's like, eh, I don't think that's good for him, man. I mean... Who's more well-rounded? I mean, of course John Jones, but you know, Francis is going to be way strong, stronger. <clears throat> he hits way harder. <clears throat> he's 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 bigger than Jones. He's a natural true heavyweight, like a solid big heavyweight that has had to cut to 265. You know, Francis has walked around 280s. So <clears throat> I don't know. I don't I don't like that fight for Jones. I see a lot of people thinking that John's going to just like decimate Francis. Like, he's going to take him down and this and that. First of all, I don't even think Francis is going to be easy to take down for John. <coughs> and it's not because Francis is like some kind of a guru wrestler. It's just that he's improving in wrestling and he's hella strong. And heavyweight's a different thing. Um... Torrin says UFC 279 countdown comes at 9, 9 a.m. today. W- what's 279, Torrin? Let me look that up because I want to look at that fight card. Let me see. UFC 279. Guys, by the way, um, if there's any issues with the mic and stuff like that, just let me know if there's like feedback or it sounds too low. I think it's like set wall right now, but um, hopefully the mic's coming in good you know clear not too bassy not too not too sharp oh okay 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 september 10th hamzat versus diaz that's right wow that one crept up right around the corner holy shit <coughs> wow okay so we got damn so the tony fight how is that even possible wait a minute this is very confusing to me so hold on so Tony's fighting Lee Jingling at at UFC 279 which is on September 10th. How, can somebody explain how that's possible when Tony got knocked out? Isn't don't you have like a um 3 to 6 month suspension like automatic if you get KO'd like that? When when was that Chandler fight? Was it that long ago? That's confusing. But we got some good ones guys. We got Kevin Holland versus <clears throat> Daniel Rodriguez. <clears throat> Daniel Rodriguez is, he's looking pretty good. Um, Holland is the favorite. He's a minus 190 in the odds. Lee Jinglian versus Tony. I don't see the odds up for that. Um Hamzat's a massive favorite. A minus 1150. Minus 1150 against Nate. Nate is plus 750. <clears throat> that might be worth to just put a little something on Nate just to do it. I don't see that fight going off well for Nate at all, guys. I mean, I respect Nate Diaz. He's an OG. I, like nothing, nothing but respect for Nate. Nothing but respect for him. I just, I'm not gonna give him zero chance. You just, you never know. You never know. But, and this, this might sound, I don't want this to sound disrespectful, but like he probably got like a ten percent chance of winning that fight. Like, like Hamzad's bigger. He's stronger. He's more explosive. He hits harder. Hamza got technical boxing. Um, You didn't really see it so much in a Burns fight because he decided to bang it out with Burns. But Hamza definitely got some crisp technical boxing. He he does have good cardio and conditioning. He has um, the major wrestling advantage over Nate. So Nate's not going to be able to take him down, even if he wanted to do something on the ground. And then on top of that, Hamza could grapple really well. You know, it's not just wrestling. So... Nate's going to have a hard time, man. I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me if if this is going to sound crazy. If uh, if Nate gets tapped out, like, with a rear naked choke or something like that. <clears throat> you know, if you get rocked and stunned, like, a lot of your technique goes out the window because you're just, like, you're foggy. You know? Natal says, call me crazy. I think Hamza's going to KO Nate on the feet for the first time. He might. He might, man. He might. It's like Nate's a human being, like... Nate's been TKO'd before. Josh Thompson uh, kicked him upside his head. Josh the Punk Thompson. And, um, you know, it, it, Nate's getting older. He's been in a lot in a lot of wars. Tom's like a crack man. Um, it's possible, man. It's possible. It's possible he gets KO'd and it's possible he gets tapped out like with a Renika choke or something from getting like beat on from behind. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. If Nate somehow beats Hamza, that shit is gonna be like the biggest, biggest underdog co- like uh, comeback win <clears throat> in probably in UFC history. <clears throat> Bigger than the Connor fight because I don't even think I don't think Nate was counted out against Connor on that level. <clears> Haman <throat> says, if you were a heavyweight fighter, would you be more nervous about getting clocked than you were uh than than if you were a lightweight fighter? Um, yeah man, yeah, for sure, <clears throat> for sure, because even though like you're a heavyweight, you're gonna have like a bigger neck uh bigger bigger like shock shock the excuse me shock absorbing tissue, like the bigger you are, the more you should be able to take a shot, you know in theory like bigger jaw, bigger cranium your your brain should like rattle more, but I don't know man i I just think um, your brain is your brain. <laughs> and I think it takes similar damage. And I think, you know, a, a freaking heavyweight punch is gonna do. It's way more damaging, you know. Like if you're fighting a guy like lightweight your size knocking you out, versus like a freaking giant knocking you out. Even though you're big yourself, like yeah, no, I rather get knocked out of lightweight. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's like less damage. <laughs> <clears throat> Natil says, I've been watching Nate's last fights. He looks a lot slower than when he beat Michael Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if there's like a fight style with him. If he's just, I don't know. I don't know if he's changing his style up. If he's choosing to like slow it down, be a little bit more methodical, be a little bit lazier. I, I have no idea. Like Nate was never like um, a really fast explosive guy, but he, he always had like a great one too though and Nate throws his one-two, um, he got a weird way to throw one-twos, it's, like, it looks lazy, but it's, like, very, like, loose, like, loosey-goosey, but his fists remind me of, like, um, it's, like, a ball and chain, he just kind of, like, just, like, throws the punches out there, he throws the one, and then the two follows right away, like, boop-boop, and that's what you want, you know, you, you want, you want the, the, Second punch to land almost at the same time as the first, you know, almost like make it like one punch, like bop up. <clears throat> but um, he called Leon with a good uh with a good one, too. That was that was a real slick one. He just slid that one in there. Uh Torrance says Ferguson has blonde hair now. Have you seen him slam? No, I haven't seen him. That's crazy. We're gonna have to call him Tony Oliveira, <coughs> Charles Ferguson. <laughs> Natirio says, did you see what Islam did to that Chase wrestler dude? Uh, who was like the number one wrestler? No, I didn't see that. Were they like training together Uh Nathiel, Is that video up or something? Camus <laughs> says, okay, I mean, that's the thing. Even blocking a Tai Tuovasa punch or an Angano punch got to not feel good. <clears throat> yeah, dude, definitely. And, and the thing is, like, there's new studies with CTE. Like, there's like stuff I learned that kind of shocked me. Like... Um, <clears throat> rocker guys get CTE from like headbanging. <coughs> you could get CTE from stuff like, um, just, just, um, uh, what is it? Jet skis, like skidoos, riding one of those skidoos on the water, the bouncing. There's like all kinds of ways for you to get CTE. So, like, d- dude, definitely, like, if you block something, that shit could still rattle your brain, like, 100%. 100%. Definitely not good. Let me scroll up to some other comments. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I missed anything. Okay, Natal says, "I hope Tony uses those dirty elbows at least. He got he got a dop- doctor stoppage. Those elbows can't cut anyone up. Yeah, man. <clears throat> in that Tony versus Lee breakdown I did, um, I posted a, a shot of like him throwing a nasty elbow on uh on Pettis. Yeah, that was that was I think it was Pettis in the clip." But it was, it was a step stepping elbow. That or he did it to RDA, I don't remember. <clears throat> but Tony got a real, he got nasty tricky elbows. He got a nasty step stepping elbow. <coughs> Charles got a nice one too. Charles was throwing those things on uh, Gaethje. He was landing them. <laughs> Nateo says, yeah, Islam uses a Russian tie snap. And that Chase dude was like the number one uh, wrestler in the state. Hmm. Islam's is big man. That's another thing too. He looks really strong to me. Um, I wonder who's stronger, him or Habib. I just heard um Usman. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Usman was just on the Joe Rogan, and you guys saw me post it on the in the community section that I was watching the, the segment, and he was talking about Habib because Usman, he's not like really close to Habib, but he's close enough. They're like real cool. He really respects him. And from inside information, I guess, like training, you know, seeing Habib in training and stuff like that, um, he said Habib is like real big. He's like, I don't even know if he can make one fifty five again. And he said Habib is like a light heavyweight. You know, he's like over two hundred. And he said he's like thick and he's strong like a bear. And he said that Habib is submitting light heavyweights, like bona fide actual light heavyweights. He's he's out grappling them, grappling them and taking them out. Which is, you know, that's pretty bananas. Um, yeah. Natil says, I think Islam could be Habib. I'll say this, man. I think I think Islam is a more. He's got a lot more potential. I think. I think Islam is like a, an evolved Habib. You know, his striking is like so much better. Like it. Like Islam is looking so. He's looking so comfortable on the feet. There's like no rush to get the fight to the mat with Islam. It's like he's cool, like standing. He throws great kicks, great body kicks, great kicks to the head. Um, his boxing's coming along. That may be his downfall against Oliveira, though. We'll see. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. <clears throat> what else we got here? What else we got here? Um Let me see. Ferguson Bonair. Natio says, "Is it me or or McGregor got a bunch of yes men around him? Where is John Kavanaugh? That's a good question, dude. Where is John Kavanaugh? I like. <clears throat> I don't think anybody has any control over Connor, <clears throat> and that's a part of the problem. He don't listen to his woman. He don't. He don't seem like he listens to his circle. He doesn't have anybody above him, no mentors. When you think you're a god and you're on top of the world, um." Like, first of all, like, nobody has all the answers to life. You have to, like, feed off of people around you. You have to view some people above you. You have to have some, like, mentorship on some level, whether it's your father, w- whether it's a friend, whether it's uh, someone in the community that you look up to. I don't know. But what, what a guy like Connor, I feel like Connor's ego is so big right now and he's so self made. That he's just like he just feels like on top of the world he don't he has all the answers, nobody could tell him nothing. Look what he did, look who I am, look what I accomplished, and he's just wilding out. I think the dude is lost. I think physically he still has a lot of ability. I think the talent is still there, but I think he has a focus problem. It seems like he's just partying too damn much. he's focus on focusing on stupid things um. He um yeah, I don't know. I Connor's return, uh, I don't really have high hopes for him like that. He's probably going to still be competitive, but I'm not sure if Connor's ever going to be champ again. And I didn't feel like that a little bit ago. But these days it's like seeing what he's posting, it's 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 very odd. It's very very odd. Torn says I don't even uh speak to my father. <clears throat> that's a right Torrin, man. I mean, that's a common thing, bro. Um you know, I grew up, uh, my biological dad passed away. Um, I don't know, three, four years ago, something like that. And, um, he wasn't really like in my life. I mean, rest in peace either way. And uh, I had a stepdad when I was young, he passed away (laughs) when I was like young, but he was in my life for like, you know, a good little stint when I was a kid, kid. And he instilled good, you know, good morals and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm not a saint, but a lot of good in me I, I got from him, you know, he taught me to work hard and, you know, earn whatever you, wh- whatever you got, you know, you know, things like that, like try to be honest, don't try to cheat people. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, like I grew up without a dad too, like all through my teens, twenties. So I kind of had to teach myself, you know, how to be like a man and, 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 um, you know, a a good, just male adult. <laughs> And you know, it's, it's a constant learning process. Like nobody, you could be 50 years old and you're still going to grow as a person and, and, you know, learn things and, you know, you could be 60, 70 years old. This is a never ending thing, but it could be tough sometimes growing up without a dad, but Hey, we just gotta play the 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 cards we're dealt in life, and you know you you count your blessings and you're grateful for what you do have, and you just you just keep it pushing, right? That's life, man. That's life, right, bro? Uh, let me see. Uh, not close to my mom either. Yeah, I got like a a weird relationship with my mom too. That's another thing. Uh, let me see. Natel says, "Dude is training on a yacht." This is in reference to McGregor. I don't think that's a good idea with the seasickness bro no (laughs) that's a bad joke um yeah it doesn't look like it don't look like connor's hungry like that and it and it's it's funny back in the day when he first hit the scene he swore up and down that he was he wasn't gonna lose the fire he wasn't gonna lose the hunger he wasn't gonna let the fame and money get to him and it, it changed him i'm sorry to say i would love to see old connor come back and I don't, I don't like some of the antics too, man. It's not like I'm just hating on Conor, but like, he just he just comes at people like in a real low blow way. <clears throat> Torrance says, McGregor's probably going to lose his return fight too. I don't know, man. Natale <clears throat> says, Dylan Dennis be saying some dumb stuff on Twitter. He said he would rock Costa on a fee. Oh my God. <clears throat> Dylan Dennis, like the truth with Dylan Dennis is, Dylan Dennis is a really high level grappler. Um, I would say he's an elite grappler, but as a fighter, like MMA, he's done, he's done nothing and he's relevant in mixed martial arts because of his mouth and the stuff that he tweets. And he just tries to stay, um, you know, relevant like that. And yeah, he's, he's just a bad, he's just a bad character. You know, it's pretty evident that it's just, you know, he's playing a role. You know, it's, it's really, it's just bad acting. He's very, very transparent with that. He just says the most outlandish, crazy things. That or he's absolutely out of his mind. If he really believes what he's tweeting and saying, then the guy is crazy. But I don't think that's the case. I just think, because I saw him on an interview with Ariel Hawani and Ariel Hawani just like heelwani, wani his alter ego just like roasted him. And then even Dylan Dennis had to laugh. Cause they were talking about like, who's he fought and, and, and Hawani's like, I don't even know who you you fought. I wouldn't even recognize the guy. If he delivered, you know, a door dash, like food to my house is like, who did you fight? And then like Dylan Dennis starts laughing. Cause like, it's like, dude, you know, you know, you're talking crazy. Like he was saying he's the most exciting fighter and everybody wants to tune in. It's like, come on. Nintel says there was a pick of Wooly and Dylan together, and Dylan said one of us is a under undefeated sex symbol. Oh my god. Come on. Come on, Dylan. <laughs> Torrent says, uh, who exactly does McGregor fight in his return? <clears throat> I don't know, Torrin. That's a good question, man. I, I like Chandler. I know Chandler wanted to smoke with Connor. Um that that's a good one right there. I like the Chandler versus Connor fight. <clears throat> Who else? Who else? Let me see. Let me look at the um but the thing is, will Connor come back as lightweight? Because he's he's kind of bulked up. He looked like he trimmed down again. Um just cracked my neck. I don't know if you guys heard that. <laughs> Ugh, excuse me. UFC 155 rankings. Let me look them up, guys. Let me let me see who's out there for um for Connor. Let me see. Oh, here we go. Lightweight. <coughs> so we got let me see. Charles, it's not gonna be Charles. <laughs> I mean, they could do, like, a third Dustin fight. Gaethje's a good one. That's a good fight. Justin Gaethje versus Connor. Per Um Usman, Gaethje's chilling right now. Um, he's eventually going to come back, but... Oh, Torrin said Gaethje. Yeah, right on, dude. That's a good one. But per Usman, um, he said Gaethje's chilling right now. He's not really, like, training. He's not really in shape, but... He says that he seems like he's having the itch again. <clears throat> but, um... I wouldn't be mad at Poirier 3. Gaethje would be better. Michael Chandler would be better. Because those are new fights. We haven't seen those. Um, This one would be good for Conor. um, Rafael Fiziev. Because Fiziev is going to stand and trade with him. There's going to be no takedowns. And Fiziev is number 7. He's kind of a little bit lower in the rankings. Which is a good quote warm, warm up fight for Conor. After coming back from such a jacked up injury. RDA is good. That's another good one. They had like a little beef back in the day. They never got to fight. Um, Dan Hooker, uh, I wouldn't be mad at Connor versus Hooker. That's kind of fun. Tony versus Connor would have been fun because of their history. I mean, I would I would tune in that, into that automatically. The trash talk at the press conference would be just just fun as hell. <clears throat> Uh Torrance says Justin Gaethje said he doesn't plan on fighting much longer. We really, dude? Wow, I didn't know that. That's, that's pretty crazy. Um, I like Justin. Justin's uh he's very exciting. Yeah, MMA is such a tough sport. Um I was having this back and forth with this guy on, on Instagram, and it's like I gotta stop going back and forth with these people. But um he was arguing with me you know, we were talking about cardio and conditioning and like the best athletes and stuff. And I'm like mixed martial artists are like up there. Like, I believe they're better athletes overall than like football players, basketball players. Um, this guy was like defending soccer players and I'm like, yeah, okay. Soccer players got great cardio and conditioning for like running and being in constant motion. But we're talking about strength, endurance, um, overall cardio like the total package like you have to rank mixed martial artists higher like wrestling and grappling is so freaking draining like you could run marathons but if you don't have the conditioning to wrestle or grapple you're gonna be dead like in two minutes like that's just a fact so i'm back and forth with this dude and he's like you know just just Big enough soccer players and trying to say that they're better, better athletes. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Like you're crazy. And he was also saying like American football. And I'm like, no, like you got football players that train MMA to up their cardio and conditioning. Um, you know, uh, Brian Dawkins, who's like a freaking football. Great. I just read his freaking biography and he was saying that like the MMA can, there's no comparison. He threw up for the first time doing MMA cardio. That's crazy. And he's a professional football player. <clears throat> so I said, slam, you can't argue with folks on the internet because they think they know everything. Yeah, dude. And the thing is, it's like, um, trolls. It's, it's people that are like really, really young. Sometimes I might be like a kid kid and I have to remember that. Um, but the thing is like, I love interacting with you guys. So it's like, I can't help, but read the comments and I don't, I don't ever want to reach a point where like, I'm like, you know, Joe Rogan, like, don't read comments. Like, I don't want to do that because I'm not going to, I'm not going to interact with you guys and that'll suck. So I read the comments and I come across these, sometimes some straight up toxic, gross people. And 90% of the time I don't bother, but sometimes I engage and you know, I I should, I should probably refrain from doing that for myself, (laughs) from my own mental health. Cause they drive me, they drive me crazy sometimes with the nonsense. Sometimes it's people that are complete, completely uneducated, just no experience whatsoever, and that's okay. But but don't get on there being like nasty, thinking you know it all, um, <clears throat> and spinning things in a negative way. <clears throat> like I got a a, a funny story. Like um, Mark Zuckerberg is that his name? <clears throat> the, the the head of like Facebook. Hold on, guys. Let me drink some water. excuse me zuckerberg is training mixed martial arts and there's there's some clips up there and he looks like a novice he's throwing you know low kicks he's not turning his hips over looking very very amateur like a like not even amateur he looks super green it looks like he's been training for three months tops if that so i had commented all i said was um it was a positive comment I'm like, hey, I'm like, you know, he looks green, but kudos to him. He's getting his fitness up. He's learning self-defense. And if he keeps training, there's no limit to like how good he could get. And what do you think happens? People getting on there. Oh, uh, the expert has spoken and blah, blah, blah. Like, um, oh, look at this guy talking off his couch, uh, eating Doritos. He got no experience. Like, they don't know nothing about me. And I never talk about my background. Nothing like that. Right. And. I got to fire back sometimes. I'm like, okay, if you want to talk about experience, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I've been watching a sport since the nineties, since the beginning of the UFC. I got many years of training under my belt, different disciplines. I've done grappling competitions. I've done wrestling tournament. Like I got experience. Like and it's just funny people like assume stuff. They like to talk crap online. They like to run their mouths like some of it's trolling and some of it's stupid people. And I got to like, you know, <clears throat> learn how to just kind of like ignore that crap. But um it's amazing how many negative people are out there. So a positive comment gets spun negatively. People just love to hate online. <clears throat> That's why I appreciate you guys so much like all the all the cool crew of like, you know, the Slam fam, everybody a part of the channel. I I never care if we disagree on fights. We can have di- different opinions. I don't know everything. Sometimes you guys correct me, and you guys pick fights correctly, and I get them completely wrong. That that's great. That makes me happy. It like you know, it's it's awesome. Um, but I really appreciate the positivity and the support and how you know, uh, the the cool people online, because there sure are a lot of toxic negative people. <clears throat> Natil says, "Hey, Slam. This is not MMA related, but I'm." kind of alcohol, uh, addict, and I think I should stop, really, Natiro, what are you drinking, dude, what's your, um, your vice of choice, um, but it's a, it's a big move that you're, like, okay, so let me just talk about myself, so I went through, like, a little stint where I started drinking a a bit, and I would drink whiskey, and things don't really, like, get their hooks on me like that, um, when I was real younger, I experimented with cigarettes, like here and there, and I really don't smoke. It's, it's like years since I even touched a cigarette. Um, I do smoke cigars every now and then, but they don't really have hooks in me either. But <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big step just admitting that maybe you do things a little too much. So the fact that you're saying that is a big deal. <clears throat> that means you're like. You're smart enough to recognize that you—you know—I'm not gonna call it a problem, but it could be developing into a problem. So if you're honest with yourself and you feel like you gotta like cut back, you know you gotta you gotta cut back, bro. Natil says I drink a lot of whiskey. I woke up with a black eye the other day. I hit myself and I did not even notice. Yeah, you gotta cut back a little bit, bro. If it's getting like that, <clears throat> you know the the thing is like Natil says. says I think I blacked out. Yeah, man, that's not good. I mean you could do it like this. I mean, are you drinking every day? <clears throat> you know, cause some people have like a drink every day. Um, if you're drinking every day and you and it's kind of scaring you and you and you're kinda drinking a little too much and whatever, like do it incrementally, like like save it for the weekend, you know? And drink to feel nice, like drink to get like a little buzz, like one or two drinks of whiskey, you know, shots of whiskey, and then just leave it at that. And just do it leave it for Saturday, you know? But, um, I think you got it, man. I think you got it. Natiel says, I think I was drinking every week. Okay. So were you drinking for, is it like, are you drinking to like de-stress? Is it strictly for fun because you like the way it makes you feel? Are you drinking with people? You know, you could pinpoint like, what's your trigger? You know that's another big thing it's is it a stress thing is it a is it a people you're around thing? Is it just because you just you just feel like you can't have fun without drinking? What do you think it is? Torn says trolls also have mental health problems <clears throat> uh torn says believe it or not, slam trolls are miserable individuals. <clears throat> I'm starting to understand that torn yeah man, it's crazy like who goes online and puts up negative comments on people I mean you could you could hunt my comments <clears throat> I never come at people like that I never go online and, sh- and shit on people i don't I don't put people down I mean if you come at me sometimes I fire back but like who does that you know you can't be happy if the first thing out your mouth or out, like off your fingers like typing is is to shit on people and be negative or make fun of them you know how could you be happy? Natil says, "Well, recently I went through a breakup. I think you, I think you actually mentioned that. Um, and the depression made me drink a lot. Ah, okay, <coughs> gotcha. So that's that's how you got roped in, roped up into it. Well, okay. Well, you got to replace the drinking with. Okay, so like if you're drinking to curb the depression and the sadness and not being with your with your lady anymore and stuff like that, or like how it went down." you got to just replace that. So like you're doing something to, to make yourself feel better. So you don't really feel those feelings. And there's other things that could replace the alcohol that are, that are like healthier choices. Like, I don't know, like I'm not condoning drug use, but it's a very light drug, like weed pot. I don't know if you smoke pot or, or anything like that, but I find like weed is like safer than alcohol you know, try or, 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 um, gummies, you know, THC gummies start like with a low milligram, get, get a hold of them. I don't know what state you're in, if they're, you're, they're legal, but get some 10 milligrams or five milligrams. Try those to cut the edge. You could also replace drinking with, um, freaking working out, <clears throat> just bang out, bang out a shitload of pushups when you're, when you're down, when you don't feel good about yourself, when you're depressed Take that negative energy, convert it into like being the best you could be like, like focus it on something else. Like, oh yeah, we broke up. Like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking improve myself on every level. And it's not to get her back, but it's just like harnessing that type of energy into something else. You know, it's all a mental game, man. I've been there. I've been there. I've been through breakups. I've been through family crisis stuff, I've been through like financial stuff, all kinds of things. And it's, it's all like, it's all how you, you view things and you channel energy. I was reading this book on uh, Buddhism and it was talking about how like life is like an illusion, you know? Um, you just feel what you feel because of, you know, it's not anything external, it's internal why you feel the way you feel, you know? So something can happen around you and it doesn't mean automatically you have to be down about it or depressed, you know? It's an internal thing. <clears throat> and it's also good to, like, analyze, not to get super philosophical, but it's good to analyze, like, like, think about why you're feeling the way you are. Like, how do I word it? Um, Like, if you're down and depressed, like... Just think about that. Like, you're like, okay, what am I feeling right now? I'm like sad because my girlfriend broke up with me. That's a normal thing. And you look at it logically like, I'm going to get over this. This is going to pass. And what do people do when they're like down and depressed or sad? They kind of make, sometimes they make bad decisions. So you recognizing that you're down and depressed about something, you're like alert to it. So you could kind of like check that and curb it. If I'm making any kind of sense, it's like it's like if you have a bad temper and you 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 sit back for a second and you're like, oh, okay, I got a bad temper. What am I feeling right now? I'm like fucking mad. I'm mad. So when you're mad, you make rash decisions. You 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 do things that could get you in trouble. So so don't do that. Like calm it down. So if you're depressed and down about something, listen to more positive music. Do something for yourself. Um, if you'd like to shoot pool, go shoot pool. If you'd like to hang with your friends, go hang with your friends. If you're into video games, play some video games, do something that's gonna make you happy. But don't drink alcohol because alcohol amplifies that crap. Alcohol is a depressant, bro. You know, <clears throat> I wish you well, man. I think I think you can get out of that. Definitely. Cayman says, Do you think women hit the wall? <clears throat> what does that mean, Cayman? <laughs> What does that mean? What does that mean? Do I think women hit the wall? It's late, man. I'm sorry, my brain is kind of tired. Um, Torrance says it's it's some good trolls too. Not all are uh, a holes. Some some trolls are funny. Like, hold up, Torrance says that another thing. Slam trolls can't have um nothing going for them because a person that's being productive in life don't have time to be trolling on the internet all day. That's true, man. That's true. <clears throat> but I could take a good joke, bro. Like. You know, um, I got nothing wrong with that If something's funny or some- sometimes something's true, like you gotta laugh. <clears throat> nacho says thanks for the advice, yeah, man, right on, right on, just recognize kind of like what you're feeling at the time and and understand that it's a trap, and it's a it's a you don't wanna be like a statistic like think about that like so many people fall for that trap it's a it's a hole, it's like, oh shit, I feel down, I'm sad let me do this. That's bad for me because it's going to make me feel better temporarily, but it, it's going to jack you up more in the long run. Like health wise, you can make bad decisions. You decisions, you could get hurt. You, you got to replace it. Like figure something out to, re, to replace the alcohol, you know, do something fun for yourself, you know, to, to, to come to combat those bad feelings. <clears throat> It'll work man as more time goes by you're going to have less and less of those feelings and you'll get over it <clears throat> especially when you get a new chick <laughs> which that'll come All right guys it's been um been about an hour I'm going to get off of here right now um it's late I'm freaking passing out I will get up with you guys maybe tomorrow we'll see um everybody have a nice night have a nice day wherever you're at Thanks again, guys, so much for the support and um, I'll catch you guys in the next one. All right. Later, guys.